0: I feel sometimes like a snow globe on a broomstick Uh, where basically what's happened with a lot of these goals as they've played out in reality is that I've become so hyper attentive on certain sets of goals as opposed to others that those goals become just like super pristine and the rest of the you know, the hotel burns effectively, (laughs) you know, it's just like the, the, the broomstick is like a very fragile base of disciplines where if it gets knocked over, the snow globe comes crashing down because as it's played out, I felt like I need to dedicate my life to software because software is a very, very young field. It hasn't come without cost, uh, you know, desperately single pretty out of shape. (laughs) You know what I mean? Terrible sleep schedule. uh, Terrible dietary habits. Uh, Yeah.
1: What's something in the, um, you know, in recent history, let's say in the last few months, uh, where you chose your craft, you chose your snow globe, you chose this like future that you're trying to build towards over something. That is more mundane, more of the broomstick. That now, in retrospect, you were like, you know what? I probably should have probably should have chosen the broomstick in that moment.
0: You know, I think this happens goddamn near every day, two two times a day. First is meditation in the mornings. I generally am better off. Well, three times a day, meditation in the mornings. I put in my little journal that I'm going to meditate. I use Kyle Newport's time block planner. Highly recommend that too. If you want to put a link to that in the chat, it's fucking awesome. It's changed my life in a lot of positive ways. Uh, so I use Cal Newport's Time Block Planner. One of the things that I write in my like kind of like habit box of things that I want to accomplish every day that are don't really like fit as like a as a like a dedicated task is to meditate in the morning. Uh, and dude, the amount of excuses that I come up with <laughs> to skip doing that is insane. Sometimes it's work. Sometimes it's just like. I, I just start watching YouTube first thing. And then I just, I'm like, well, now I'm hungry. And then I go eat and then I just never get around to it. Um, and so that's the first one. The second one is reading. You know, there's an, a notion called like revenge bedtime procrastination. I, I suffer from that. I definitely will put off work earlier in the day. And then around like seven or eight or so feel this burst of energy. That's like, do all the work that we planned on doing this morning. And then I just do it. And then the problem is that like, I get done around 12. And I'm like, okay, now it's time to chill. So I don't actually get time to read, uh, which is, you know, point two. But I usually feel better the days that I read. Like the days that I read a lot, like more than an hour, I feel a lot more at peace than the days that I don't. And then third is my sleep. And the same basically conversation happens where I'm up at 1230 and I'm like, okay, I'll just watch videos for half an hour. And then it's one. And then I'm like in the middle of like either a Netflix show or like, sometimes reading too you know what i mean again sometimes i'll revenge procrastinate reading and then uh and then it's two and then it's three and i'm like fuck i did it again you know what i mean and sorry for swearing i don't know if this is a swearing podcast but like yeah, you can swear; uh, it's fine <laughs> okay uh, and i think that like that's something that happens day in day out you know what i mean that's like a that's a snow globe situation and the reason i don't want to describe it is that is that when I actually look at the time block planner for the things that I've set out to do in terms of my coding and writing, always a success. Um, But it's led to some really not, I wouldn't say devastating downstream effects, but it's led to some pretty gnarly downstream effects with my exercise habits, dietary habits and social life too, where like the things that I could do when I was 23, just because I had a better body uh, are not the case when I'm 29. And it's not like I'm that much older. (laughs) It's just that I haven't been paying enough attention to my body and I've been I've been leveraging on credit so much of my youth uh, to chase after the snow globe that uh, the things that I I just can't do that I used to be able to do when I was 23. And like, that sucks. You know what I mean? Right. Because again, I'm not old. I'm, I'm almost 30. And uh, you know, I, I feel like that's been a big failing on my part.
1: I love that you have, already conceptualize this um, as a snow globe on a broomstick, because you understand that the snow globe is in jeopardy, like the effort that you put into the snow globe only is worth it if it stays intact. And it's on shaky ground right now. Um, I was going to ask, what is the thing that is preventing those things from being integrated? I think you started to answer that you started to talk about silence, and being alone with oneself. Is that you think the primary thing? Um, I'm really curious about that. And also, what are the other things? Um, Because yeah, to reiterate, you have, you've intellectually understood that these things are integrated, and that one must sit on the other. But when it comes time to do that, it's hard to do that. So I wanna understand more of the fine grain mechanics of what is happening in those moments. Um, and yeah, why don't you start more with the silence piece and then and then let's see what goes. You know, to tell you the truth, it just feels
0: like, it's like that one room in your house that you don't clean up at all. And then you see it and you just get so overwhelmed the second you go in there that you just fucking turn around, you know what I mean? Right? You dip. And I know that you gotta get in there. You gotta really kind of declutter the room you got to just fucking deal with the suck because that room is never going to get clean by itself.
1: It sounds like opening the door and seeing that dirty room feels like losing to you. If you can win at your goals, you can lose at your goals. The act of cleaning that it feels like losing. Um, why can't that feel like winning when it
0: comes to health in particular the house is always on fire by virtue of us being mortal creatures it's just like can you contain the bonfire that's burning down the house (laughs) everyone's got a clock and i feel like you know sometimes the fire is just in a corner and it's kind of like not bothering anybody and you kind of like pour water on it which is like eating healthy and going to sleep on time and exercising and stuff like that. But you can't put out the fire. The fire cannot be put out. It's impossible to put out the fire.
1: How do you feel towards your past self for putting your present self in this situation?
0: When I'm in my zone, I really like that person. I really like the person who's flow stating. I really like the person who's creating zero to one code. I really like the person who came up with chat GPT-MD. And bhov and stenography and a bunch of other things that i've built i'm really proud of the person that like when i go to my blog and hit the random button and just like scroll through the stuff that that person's done i'm like this guy kicks ass i really like that guy i don't like the guy who's basically a shut-in to support the other guy (laughs) Again, like when I was twenty three or twenty two, I wasn't the same dude. Like, I didn't really have the same goals. I was very social. Obviously, twenty three year olds are more social than thirty year olds, and nobody would ever discount that. But I felt like I was kind of engaged with the world as opposed to my world.
1: Your friends probably tell you that you should be more compassionate towards yourself. I'm guessing.
0: Yeah. Let's <laughs> yeah. Come
1: up. I'm gonna I'm gonna reiterate that. I'm not going to. I'm not going to um, uh, I'm not going to like rest on that or, or stay on that long. But I just want to say that, like, yes, you, you do just another voice in the mix saying you should be more compassionate towards yourself uh, and you deserve that. Um, and relatedly, it also might be time to forgive yourself and realize that no one is playing a perfect game. Everyone has already made mistakes. The scorecard is already marred. They're not going to get the high score. They are already and have they have and will continue to fail to reach their potential. Um, and you are where you are. I find it really empowering to admit my failings and my faults in that way because it lets me start judging my game by the only by the only way I can, which is what am I going to do with the cards that I've dealt. And I didn't like that I wasted a lot of my 20s. Well, I guess I didn't like that I spent a lot of my 20s solving interpersonal problems, I felt I had in like a very ineffective, inefficient, um, and quite frankly, like extremely irrational way where I like was not open to the evidence that was coming in. Um, and I only more recently start to open up more avenues there. Um, but like, what what is my hand now? My hand now is like, okay, I did do those things. Um, I did discover entrepreneurship much later than a lot of people. Um, and now realize, oh, this is actually pretty great. I like the self growth and personal development that comes from it. But for whatever reason, it wasn't interesting me to me for a while. And I didn't look into it. And I didn't see what opportunities there were out there. And maybe I could have been doing this way sooner and have grown um, way faster and further and been in a different situation than I am now. Um, kind of like um only a few years into my kind of entrepreneurship journey um instead of like being 7 8 years into it or something
0: i think that like personally that's one of those thought processes that like has no winning either weirdly right because it's like if you ta- if you started entrepreneurship at 22 let's say or 23 maybe your first business would have been so much of a trash fire that because you just didn't have skills yet from the adult world you know what i mean that you like would have been like ah the entrepreneurship sucks you know what i mean and i i, I think that i'm not so trying maybe, to so maybe
1: yeah m- maybe but maybe it would have been great and i did make a mistake and that's what i like to focus on because there's not much there's not much solace you can get in the present moment the, the you can't make that much of a better decision right now if you just say, oh, maybe maybe you worked out for the best, you know, like in your case, like you have chosen at least once in your life, you've chosen the wrong allocation between your craft and something else. Not making that strong of a claim by saying that it's probably way more, but at least once you've done that. And I think it's important to just admit that and say, like, okay, yeah, that is that is what happened and also forgive yourself for it like and i forgive myself for that
0: i might just be a craft addict now that you put it that way you know what i mean like in a lot of ways i might be addicted to craft
1: (laughs) so one thing that might be useful is potentially to give a sense of what this course looked like as we play it down the line as we forecast it out um this is something that I found really useful for realizing the magnitude of the decisions I'm making right now. Um, What aspect of this is the thing that you most want to work on? You talked about meditation, you talked about sleep, um, you talked about reading, um, and then you also talked about uh, like being single.
0: If I just had to choose one. It'd probably be happy wife, happy life.
1: What kind of romantic setup do you want the
0: the thing that i think that i want is kind of like a monogamous relationship most likely with elements of uh physicality with other people i would want that relationship to to deepen and i think the way that i would want that to deepen is like this type of thing must be what it feels like to kind of like have that infinite game of love the same way that you have with your craft uh, where it's like you're always finding something new about that person that you really like um and things that you don't like but and then like also you they they keep it interesting you know what i mean right like every you know i think a good relationship should be interesting but i think it should also be kind of like Almost obvious in a sense. You know what I mean? You're with your person and you're like, Yeah, no, this just makes sense. Like, you know what I mean? It doesn't really make sense for us to like be apart. And I think that like there's a few people in my childhood who had parents like that. And when I would go to their houses and see their parents interact with one another, I would see that. I would see two people who are very much individuals in love. You know what I mean? Right? Where they're just kind of like, I could leave at any time but it's actually in my best interest to stay with you, you know, uh, and vice versa. And I felt like that was so healthy. Like they could just fuck off to like the husband could fuck off to Antarctica for like six months at a time to do research or whatever. And the wife was totally fine with it. You know what I mean? Right. Like it wasn't like, there was no worries about infidelity. There was no worries about like, kind of like what's going to happen to the kids or finances or anything like that. And they weren't rich. You know what I mean? They weren't like loaded. Um, but they were just really good at like living, living as individuals and living as a couple. They just really nailed it. And I just feel like I want that too. You know what I mean? I looked at that and I was just like, wow, you don't have to sacrifice your individual, individuality for a couple, but you also don't have to sacrifice a couple for your individuality.
1: Where would you say you are uh, on this journey? So if you had to project out, sounds like let's stick with one pretty discreet event like, you've met the person, you've had the realization that oh, we're going to be life partners. You know, I know, we didn't talk about marriage as a contract, or whatever, but I think it's irrelevant for this. Just you have that realization that okay, this is the person. Um, How far away do you you think you are from that? like continuing down the path you're currently going down? If we want to
0: say, like, on a zero to a (laughs) hundred scale or a hundred would be there.
1: Let's, let's put it on a, on a, on a scale that we are very familiar with, which is years. How many years away are you from, you think meeting this person, meeting this person that you have a realization. Oh, I, um, I want to be with this person for the rest of my life in some, in whatever way you want. Um, and, and then they reciprocate that.
0: Hmm. I think I'll an expected value of this <laughs> because I could get lucky and it could happen tomorrow.
1: We love expected values here on real figures. Yeah.
0: Or I could get very unlucky and it could happen in like 15 years. I think the, if it happens in 15 years, the advantage would be that I would be much further on in life and much more like, you know, life is like a coffee or a wine in the sense that as you get older, you get just more realistic and pragmatic. I haven't met a single human where that isn't the case for the most part, right? Like some people are weird, but I mean, they were even weirder when they were younger. <laughs> um, you, you tend to, to settle down as you get older. So I think that like the chances of you being realistic and pragmatic with a potential partner when you're at that age is going to be a lot more realistic. You're just gonna be like, hey, this is where, this is where we're at in life right now. This is what I can give you. This is what you can give me. Let's just, how are we doing this? Let's make this happen. I think that like the expected value of that is higher, just because again, it's just more. You're more figured out. You're less un un kind of sure. You're kind of like an unsure bet with yourself, um, and a potential partner. I think that, though, you know, by virtue of kind of being young, not really putting myself out there, but kind of knowing that it is important and kind of running into life events recently that have kind of doubled down that importance for me, uh, that I want to be more outgoing to try and lower the year count. Because right now in my head, I think that it's probably around 42 or so. You know what I mean? I would love to get that down to 37 or maybe even 35.
1: How much... um... If someone um some all knowing being had like a like a little card and they're like, you know, this is the time and place to meet your future partner, and I guarantee that you guys are gonna be compatible and you'll like each other. Um how much would you pay for that knowledge? Um and it's a full money back guarantee.
0: Uh I think that I would pay a lot of money. Because again, I think that like the idea of happy wife, happy life is such a critical, critical point about a happy life, right? It really is like, you know, when you look back at your life, and the things that you've done, and the people you've impacted, the number one person, hopefully should be your spouse, you know what I mean? It's the only really like, deep relationship that you choose. It's, it's the, it's the thing that keeps your, you vital in a lot of ways right it's the it's like you keep your brain young by study you keep your body young by working out and you keep your spirit young by being in love i think and the value of keeping my spirit young through being in love would be basically a priceless thing i think uh so i would pay a lot of money
1: the reason i ask is because None of these things sit in a vacuum and they have implications for other of your actions. I totally agree with you, by the way, on how valuable this is. I think that many people should be willing to spend a lot in order to make this more likely. Um, So you said, you know, priceless, you know, I'll take that to mean, like, if you could be with your loved person, you wouldn't mind starting over.